In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joman. Welcome to episode 291 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not too bad, right? Yeah. It's better Listen, than a lot of things. It's better than a lot of things, and sure. it's... Uh, it's, not know, it's not great. It's not great. It's not great. I get it. It's not great. <laughs> But I'll take it, eh? I'll take it. You know, you, you can't just expect to be on top of the world every episode, you know? And for a long time, probably, I don't know, 26 years or so now, <laughs> I've been at the peak. I've been at the, the Mount Everest of feelings. And now I'm, I'm maybe like a rung below. Like I got to get on my, I got to get my Sherpa to help guide me back up the side of the mountain. Sherpas, what a terrible job to have to just take someone up and down a cold ass mountain. Terrible. All, all rich people who have nothing better to do but to <laughs> climb a fucking mountain. It's like, oh, another another old white lady wants to go up the mountain yeah. again. Uh, I, I, I like how and Gomez, you're a worldly individual. Sure. Maybe you can help me with this. Sure. Okay. How haven't rich people just started renting helicopters to go to the top of the mountain? <laughs> Because that's too easy, I guess. They, you know, they have someone else drag their bags up there and they go up a little thing and, you know, they feel better about themselves. Nah, that's bullshit. You, like, are there, like, maybe helicopters can't go that high? Like, oh, is you that know what? I think actually, yeah, I don't think the helicopter can handle the altitude and everything. Yeah, that's actually probably because exactly- you know damn well that if there was helicopter accessibility, you know, like, you, you know, like when you go to like public places and they got to have a ramp for handicapped people. Yeah. That's, that's what Mount Everest is going to become. You got to have a fucking ramp for helicopters because, you know, mad people would want to go to the top of Mount Everest in a fucking helicopter and not deal with all the work of having to pay someone to carry their fucking bags up the side of the mountain. They want to go up there and take one for the gram. Would you would you go up there in a helicopter? A hundred percent. Only in a helicopter. Only I would check it. I would check it out. I don't want to fucking. I don't want to walk on flat ground. No, you hear stories of people just die there and they just leave them there because you can't. You can't get down. Wait, so you I'm just sorry, leave. What? Like there's people who have uh, listen. This this is what I hear. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not Mr. Snopes here. I don't know all the the facts. Uh, but I would hear. You know, people don't always make it up this mountain. And uh, it's hard to get you down because the helicopter don't go up there. So you kind of just stay frozen on the mountain there. I don't want to go now. (laughs) 
Oh, you're safe in a helicopter. Although, I mean, maybe the helicopter. You know, I I don't know. How do I know I'm safe in a helicopter? Have you ever been on a helicopter? No. 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 I don't know if I would. It kind of... I don't trust. I don't like going on airplanes. I don't really know I've, if I want to go on a next helicopter. To the president's helicopter. Ooh, that's cool. Marine One. Marine One. That's what it's called. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then like, there's like Secret Service, like who watch it while it's just like parked, and they sell merchandise at the same time. They work the gimmick table for Marine One. <laughs> You could go. I'm not even kidding. This is. This I is believe it. that's what's great about it. Is I just see them setting up the table right next to it. So like you can only go so close to it, and it's like you know blocked off or roped off, whatever for security purposes. But then the people who are doing the securing are also working the gimmick table, selling you keychains or books or pens, or cutlery sets, you know, whatever it is. You know them. Anything. Anything to make a buck. They'll sell anything. Come on. Yeah. It's a 9-11 gift shop. What are we doing? What are we buying at the 9-11 <laughs> place? Come on. You know what? I used to think about this. Like, when I was a kid, like, I love, uh, like, American history. Sure. So we, we went on the, um, like, I had, like, the field trip in, like, the fifth grade or something. We went to the Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island. And, you know, those are beacons of hope that they represent to Sure. To the people who came over here and they represent a new beginning in America and yay, and sea monsters yeah. that traveled over. Yeah, all the little fucking sea monsters, <laughs> goddamn Luca. Um and it's like, you know, like people like this is this is a story built out of, of sadness that people had to leave their homes and their friends and their other sea monsters that they grew up with and try to, you know, they had nothing and try to come over to America. And uh, now we, you know, monetize that by selling (laughs) miniature statues of liberty and multicolored pens. (laughs) Anytime we can make a buck, bro. That's the American way, isn't it? I mean, (laughs) that's it. Gomez, are we at the point where we can monetize sadness? I guess. Why not? Let's, uh, like, like, what's, like, the biggest... Sad story we ever had on this podcast, and now in almost 300 episodes. A sad story on the podcast. I don't know. We try to keep the podcast upbeat. I mean, I got COVID a couple times. That was sad. Um, you know, I mean, Ghostbusters Afterlife was pretty sad. <laughs> that was that's a lot of episodes to think back, and uh, you know, did you did one of your breakfast sandwiches let you down? Like that's sad. That would be sad. I would be very disappointed in that, actually. That's what I mean, you see? You know? We've gone to Sizzler. Whoa, if we told a story of the Sizzler closing. There we go. That's probably the sad one. That's probably the saddest story. Oh, I'm sad. There's every now and then where I'm I'm laying in bed just looking up at the ceiling, and I say, fucking COVID took my Sizzler, man. Oh, man. COVID's done a lot of terrible things. Sizzler... It's definitely towards the top of that list there. Just... I think when we started this podcast, you know, we're talking what, like six years ago now, right? Yeah, it's like 2015, 16, one of them. And this was a podcast of positivity and hope. <laughs> young, young whippersnappers we were. You know, and then, then the fucking Cubs came along, <laughs> won the World Series, and the fucking world ended. 
you know, when you when you say it like that, you make a good point, bro. Everything went downhill the minute the Chicago Cubs won the fucking World Series. Those fucking Cubs. The lovable losers. They weren't meant to win. I'm, Come on. I don't lovable them. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say I call I mean, that's their nickname. Doesn't their nickname mean it's is the nickname. shitheads. <laughs> they sold their soul for that championship. They didn't even get close after that. My goodness. Awful. We're talking to... about having a fucking dynasty, and then yeah, all supposed to win sudden... for years, barely make the playoffs. Uh, but I, I would like to. We may have to go back and uh, through the archives over the past two hundred and ninety episodes that came before this one, and look for something said that we can make a T-shirt out of. Sure, well, I will. Like and like I said, you know, because a lot of times, like there, what this was a very happy podcast in the beginning. We had Shrimpenstein. Remember Shrimpenstein? So, so good. Remember when we both watched and loved Independence Day uh, Part 2? <laughs> I don't remember that exact thing. I remember watching it. Uh, that's about it. And loving it. Don't you remember? Lo- I, I remember loving it. I I don't. I You know, I don't remember a lot about that movie. I'm trying to think about it. They, I they know... had the Chinese moon supervisor. And, like, he would give the orders on the moon. Chinese moon supervisor. Yes. And, like... Was it the aliens just came back after a bunch of years? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they woke up. Right? Like there was just a spaceship there and it just kind of. Yeah, it just reactivated. Huh. And and uh, the lesser Hemsworth was like, oh, I'm going to save this world. Real less Hemsworth, <laughs> that poor guy. He tried his hardest. He tried. Oh, poor bastard. Never. He's. I don't really see him much no more. I, they don't even try no more with him, huh? No, When's the no, last no, time no. you saw yeah. that guy, right? You don't even who, see who, it. Who's like the, the... Well, they don't really have movies anymore either is the thing. Yes. Well, there was a lot of guys. Sam Worthington. Remember him? Avatar guy? He, he like did Avatar and that was it. No, I don't remember that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the main guy of the one of the biggest grossing well, movies of I all mean, time, I mean, how the fuck bro? do you know what he looks like when he's all fucking blue? <laughs> <laughs> he was the human. He was the human man. No, wasn't but like wasn't he in the video game and he's like, Oh, at first this was a mission, but now I love you. That's hundred percent what that movie was. It, it was. She's all that, only he was blue. He was blue, he turned blue for her. And he was gonna kill her, but then he learned they're like not he just, savages, they're people too. He rolled up into Pandora and was like, Y'all listen up, here's a story. <laughs> you know, we're like at the 20 year anniversary of that song, give or take. Bro, there's a lot of anniversary. I just anytime I see an anniversary, it's just depressing. It's horrible. Now. It's, it's horrible. Just dep- yeah. Twenty-five years. What? It's just no. That's so. Not. I was now that we're we have baseball season on. Baseball. And welcome back. back, baseball season. So good. Um, I was thinking because I'm seeing like anniversary dates, like oh, you sure. know, this this many years ago, this player did this, and one of them was David Wright hit the first Met home run at City Field oh, in 2009. Yes. When you and I had a, we were both very much adults at that point. Yes, sir. And we had a a partial ticket package. And it got me thinking, well, City Field is 13 years old already. Crazy. Shea Stadium only was open uh, 44 years. From 64 to 2008. So we are more than a quarter. We're about a quarter of the way through City Field's lifespan. Mm, I can't wait to see our next stadium. It's gonna be crazy. I hope it's in space. 
That would be good. You take or, a big escalator up? Yes. Or if it's not in space, it's floating. I would like a floating stadium. I think that a floating be cool. stadium would be good. <clears throat> How far off the ground? Not too much, right? I don't know, like 5,000 feet. All right. We could do that. That's a long elevator, though. It's going to take you a while to get to the game. No, because we'll have cars like the Jetsons. I don't trust no space flying cars, bro. A girl ran into me in a stop sign. I'm going to trust this lady in the air? Get out of here. Fucking Melissa. I don't trust that shit. Come on, bro. Uh, Do you imagine? What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 291 of the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. Leave those five-star reviews anywhere you download this. And... We are giving you an incentive, Gomez. Ooh, I like that. You leave a five-star review, screenshot it, tweet it to us, and you could possibly win a autographed car, Gomez, 8 by 10 Me, Gomez, one 8 by 10 two autographs for you. Doesn't that That's sound right. deli- delicious and delightful? <clears throat> That's right. It's not just 8 by 10 It's autographed, baby. You got our John Hancock. My messy little signature. <laughs> uh, this week, the winner, John, on Twitter, at Jungle Snake John, he said, at Car Jomez, I left this review on Podbean because Spotify won't let you write a review. Oh, It'll no. just let you rate. So it lets you oh. leave five stars, but you don't write a written review, which he's 100% right about. But we love reviews on Podbean, too. We're on Podbean, so go there, like our episodes, leave reviews. Jungle Snake John, you're the winner this week. Slide into the DMs with your address, and we'll send that out to you. And he wrote, Gomez, if you want to listen to a podcast that talks about topical things in all things culture while yes. laughing until it hurts, then this. This is definitely the podcast for you. It really feels like you are there having a conversation with two friends, Joe and Gomez. Discuss any and everything from top items in your refrigerator to why a certain <laughs> movie franchise's last movie was trash. We can't we discuss that now, too. And, and everything in between. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Thank you, Jungle Snake John. I appreciate that very much. And like I said, thank you, brother. We will send you an 8x10. If you would like to win an autograph card, Jomez 8x10, leave us a review wherever it is that five star review. Now we're not giving away 8x10s for <laughs> shitty reviews. You go we suck know. a dick. You know better than that, bro. Don't you dare write that shit under five, bro. A four-star review get backhanded. We ain't that shit. Get so leave us a review, screenshot it, tweet it to us, at Car Jomez. We'll pick one every week for the uh, immediate future. We'll do, this, uh, yeah. we'll do this for a little bit. We got a couple. We'll send them out. We like yeah. sending stuff out. Uh, but Gomez, baseball season is back. Have you been watching anything? Yeah, I've watched some Met games. I love me some baseball, especially now. There was nothing going on. It was the last week of the NBA season. Not much was happening. So, yeah, I was in baseball mode. I've uh, been watching a lot. I've been playing uh, my five for five baseball league. Oh, you know, so I've, I've been doing that for a couple of years now. I got one going on with all the, the major marks from the Facebook group in there. That's Play cool. a little, you know, it's a little free league having some fun. I'm starting off really hot, Gomez. I'm, I'm the highest scorer in the world right now. Really? Yes. Okay. You don't want to start too hot though, baby. You gotta it's a long season. No, you don't know how you don't know how things are won. <laughs> 
you, you build a big lead. You want to start hot. You got to bank all these points. That's the thing. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying baseball, uh, but I will be putting baseball on the back burner because it is NBA playoff time. So, you know, that's got my attention for the next two months. It's okay. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But what? You're not excited to see our Bucks? They got to defend their crown, baby. No, they they won. I'm over it. Oh, you got I you can, got your one championship. I can yeah, die happy. I got my chip. I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, it's not the same. Um, as as a sports fan who has won a championship, well, my Penguins won the uh, Stanley Cup in 2009. Sure, that was about as. There have been two great sports moments in my life. One was the Penguins winning in 2009. The other was Italy winning the World Cup in 2006. Sure. The only thing that could top that is the Mets winning a World Series. That would be number one. When the Penguins won the Stanley Cups in what, sixteen, yeah, 2016 and 2017, back-to-back. Back-to-back. That's awesome. That's cool. That was, that was the last time, right? Y- yeah. Uh, no, no. Tampa Bay just won back-to-back. They oh, won the last okay. two. Okay. Um, but back-to-back, you know, this is you're talking about three championships for Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. is a big deal. But there's something about that first time, you know, if you're on the team, I'm sure it's it's still cool. Of course. You know, like if you actually do the winning, I don't actually do the winning. I do the cheering for the winning. So I'm okay. Like I'm not, I'm not as committed to the hockey portion anymore. I enjoy it. I still watch it, but it's hard to remain as emotionally invested. But don't you feel, what about like uh legacy? For your boy Crosby, that's for, three Stanley Cups is not a bad legacy. No, no, it's not. It's not. That's why it's big for Giannis to try to win that second one. You know, I get it, but I mean, just as a fan, listen, I want to see Sidney Crosby finish his career wonderfully. I mean, he's still performing at a high level. To me, he's still a top five player in the league. That's crazy, um, bro. He's phenomenal at thirty four years old. I think he is now. Yeah. Um. And he just he stays at a such a high level, which is incredible. But it's you know just I find it difficult to remain as committed. It's very hard, you know. I like I got every everything they could possibly give me. I've got like three Stanley Cups. No, it's like, great. You know, like how many generations of Cubs fans didn't get to see a championship before the world ended? It's the truth. It's true. I get it. Listen, I get it. I get it. I still get excited. I love it. Playoff time. Do you like uh, they do this playing tournament now in basketball? You know about this? Uh, so this I had tournament? no idea about this. The other night, I'm on Twitter and I'm I'm watching the Mets, and it's like people are tweeting about watching some Timberwolves playing game, and I'm like, what the. F- fuck are they even talking i thought maybe it was like the it was like the nit or something like does it, do they have an nit for the nba now uh, so what they do now is uh the top six teams they make the playoffs one through six they're in the playoffs okay seven and eight nine ten they play each other <clears throat> so seventh plays eight whoever wins is automatically the seventh seed okay Nine and ten play. Whoever wins then has to play the loser of that seven eight seed. Oh my god! For the final spot. So if you finish eight, you get two tries to get in there. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, especially interesting because for two years in a row, 
if it's been high profile teams, the Lakers last year. Wait, this has happened before. This is the second year. I started last year. I've never heard of this. Yeah, and last year was Lakers versus the Warriors. So it was like this awesome, like the Lakers and the yes, because (laughs) because this will have people get hurt, and so at the end of the year they come back in, and now if they finish seven, eight, nine. They're in there. Like this year, the Nets. The Nets finished in the play-in tournament because Durant's been hurt. Kyrie's been in and out. Harden's in and out. So it's like you finished the number one seed, and now you got to fucking play like the Nets or something like that. It's pretty It's pretty shitty. So who's like who's the number one seed in the NBA this year? So the number one seed is the Phoenix Suns. They went to the finals last year. Did and they? they have uh, – yeah, they lost to the Bucks. That's who the Bucks beat. They beat Chris Paul and the Suns. Who's and, the, is Chris Paul uh, the big star on the Suns? Chris still? Paul and Devin Booker, yeah, the two of them. Okay, are there and uh, they finished. Dan, they, Dan Marley, the coach. <laughs> I wish, I wish, bro. They're playing crazy. They play. They just uh, they beat teams up. They play close games and then they just blow them out with 10, 10 minutes left. It's like oh, it's a two point game. They're up by twenty all of a sudden. It's just a really consistent team. I don't think they'll do it in the playoffs. You know, Chris Paul gets hurt, but it's crazy to see. There's a lot of crazy teams up there. So, Gomez, I'm going to ask you to hit, do me a favor. Oh. Hit our genie prediction music. Oh, boy. It's prediction time, Joe. Gomez, as as the Baron of basketball, the Herald of Hoops. That's me. I want to ask you, what is your prediction for the NBA Finals matchup, and who will be the NBA Championship Trophy holder people winners at the end? I what think... is that trophy called? Is it Larry O'Brien? Larry I think O'Brien? it's the Larry. O- is that yeah? What a, I think what a shitty trophy name. Do you like when trophies have names? You not just like proper names, like like not Vince. <laughs> the Hart Trophy, you like that? Like when it's but stuff not, like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's classy. Oh, of course. Excuse me. <laughs> Hockey, the um, Stanley Cup. Come on, that's the greatest trophy in sports. So before, uh, before the season ended. I actually had the Miami Heat taking on the Dallas Mavericks for the third time. And uh, I still like it. Luka got hurt the last game of the season. He, he Isn't he made it. of glass, though? No, he's not. He's, uh, you know, sometimes he gets a little banged up, but uh, he's been good. He hasn't been hurt like that. But a calf injury at the end of the season, it's making me a little nervous. I'm still going to go with the, the Mavs and the Heat. But uh, I don't love it anymore. Who was the uh, the superstar on the Heat? Uh, I guess Jimmy Butler. I mean, oh. they have a team of a bunch of good players. Like, they don't really have – it's like Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. You know, they're like, these yeah. are really good players, but they're not superstars. Because, like, like, I know I've been a fan of basketball more recently than I let on. But at the same time, when you say Miami Heat, I still think Glenn Rice and Ronnie Sykley. Of course, Alonzo Mourning, baby. That's it. No, Tim that's Hardaway. Too, that's too recent. Tim Hardaway and Alonzo. <laughs> too... <laughs> that's the classic heat. Because I remember when. Okay, now you're gonna laugh at me. When Ninja Turtles it. three came out, when they were samurais, 
Yes, Turtles. That's good. <laughs> I went to see the movie in the theaters with my brother and my dad. We had like a big guys day. Of course. I want to say maybe I'm 10 or 11 years old by the time this movie comes out. Afterwards, my dad takes us to McDonald's. Great dad. And in the Happy Meal, they were putting upper deck basketball cards. You would Ooh. get like a pack of three cards. That's in cool. In the Happy Meal. And I got Ronnie Cycli from the Miami Heat. So to me, Ronnie Cycli will always be Mr. Heat. I love Mr. Heat. <laughs> which I hear is his name in the bedroom as well. Oh, that's a good nickname to have, bro. <laughs> yeah, I want to make I want to make a movie about it now. The the <laughs> ballad of Heat. Mr. Heat. The ballad of Mr. Heat. I like that. <laughs> Ronnie Cycli. Oh, goodness, Mr. Heat. Okay, so you're going Mavericks and Heat. Who wins? I mean, of course, I'm going to pick my Mavericks. Come on, bro. Mavericks up in how many games? Uh, we're going to do six. Six games. Wow. Um, I'm going to say the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. They're in Brooklyn. Um, the Brooklyn Nets over... You don't even know who's in the playoffs. The Utah Jazz. <laughs> oh, they are in the playoffs. They're good. And uh, Utah Jazz in seven Whoa. with my man Donovan Spider Mitchell as MVP. <laughs> oh, boy. That'd be something. <laughs> That's bet something. it. Bet it and bet it hard. I oh, am. Yeah, I'm betting it. <laughs> That is a guy, right? Donovan Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a very good guy. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's a Mets fan. He's a big Mets fan. I think his dad works for the Mets. This is is this real? Yes. Really? Yeah. His dad is... works in like he's like an like a front office employee. I see this Donovan Mitchell Senior. Look at this Utah Jazz superstar Donovan Mitchell is a well known New York Mets fan. Oh, that's crazy. I had no clue. Oh, I feel bad for rooting against him now. But, so, you know. <laughs> it's about time he gets his to, to the peak of his mountain. Since the Mets are going to do it as well, I want this gentleman to have a wonderful year. Ooh, the Mets well, and the Jazz all the way. I hope he's back. I mean, he's been hurt all year. So no, he hasn't. He... <laughs> he's been waiting. That's all. He's been. Yo, look at this. I'm looking at. Donovan Mitchell's Twitter, and he's over here. Let's fucking go, Mets. Polar yeah. Pete. This is great. <laughs> I had no clue. Oh, I just got a new favorite player. That's good. He's legit. I so, love it. Oh, Donovan man. Mitchell, the, the official basketball star of the Car Jomez podcast, because we've already uh, had our fun with Giannis. So we've moved We're on. Done with Giannis. You're done, bro. <laughs> We got it. You like Chick-fil-A, Oreos. We got it, bro. You had Kool-Aid. Yeah, so did we. There's nothing else for you to try. <laughs> Never mess it. Joe, real fast. Does anyone on your feed or any of your friends, are they uh, into this F1 racing? A big time now. I, I wouldn't say that it's in my feed. Yeah. But it's at the point where I do catch people talking about it. And... I know it is very big in the trading card game now. Oh, is it really? Very that's much so. Very much so. Oh, that's funny. 
Yeah, I see because people be talking about. It. I see it pop up now because of that that Netflix show. They did like a uh, a behind the scenes season, like a hard knocks on Formula One. Oh, is that what caused That's it? That's what it was. Yeah, they did. I want to say this is over the past couple of years now, where I've seen. I felt like there's a steady growth, maybe over the past two, three years. Yeah, where that's I've, exactly I've, what it I've, I've I've heard a little bit more about it, and you know, just starting to hear. Like when I first heard, it, I'm like, "Who the fuck cares about this?" Same people at like NASCAR. Remember when NASCAR was big in the '90s? Yeah, and it was on like ABC thing. on Sunday afternoons. Like, bro, this is fucking NASCAR. It's fucking NASCAR. Like, nope. what are we doing, bro? It's NASCAR, bro. No thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so the show was there, and and people have gotten into it. I I I got no interest. There's a an Xbox game. I want to maybe play the Xbox game. That looks fun. See the cool graphics on my TV. Other than that, I don't need to watch. No, like I think that stuff's fun, but I don't need it to be branded Formula One racing for me to want to play a drive real fast game. They could exactly. Call it, they could call it drive real fast. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, oh, cool. There's a racing game. It probably looks cool. On the new Xbox and my new TV, make it make it, it Ricky Bobby Pro Racer. But this the thing, like people, uh, they get behind races now. Like you listen to Bill Simmons podcast, and this motherfucker be bringing up F one sometimes. It's like, what is happening? I don't know. Maybe we're late to the game on this. Watch, we probably just upset a whole portion of our fan base who are massive Formula One heads. I believe that's what they're what? called. They're called Formula One he- F one heads. F one heads. Come on, we got we got to figure out which team we are. Are we Red Bull? Are we Porsche? Who are we gonna root for, bro? Is that really the name of the team? Well, like it's you know it's just it's like the sponsor or whatever. Yeah, like, it's just okay. like Red Bull does a team. Yeah, here's the Wonder McLaren, Bread team, and yeah, Coco Puffs, Lamborghini, Bounty like towels. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I don't think Bounty. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good advertising. For when there's an oil spill, it's the quicker picker upper. I like say, it just crashes into the wall. I'm okay, guys. Super absorbent. As, as they put the paper towel down on the track to get get rid of those oil spills. We can't have slip ups. Dale Earnhardt would still be alive if we had bounty on the track. Oh, poor Dale. Oh, that was that was all downhill after that, folks. Mm. NASCAR. R.I.P. Intimidator. That was crazy when that happened. Remember, that was wild. It was like top dope. top new uh, story on Sports Center. It was like, what the fuck? This guy's dead. It's crazy, especially because right, we all looked at the crashes. We've seen a hundred thousand crashes, way worse than what killed them. Yeah, but, uh, I think that that was one of the things too. Is you they just like accustomed to seeing like the wrecks and stuff. Yeah, and, fucking cars flipping. Yeah, and this guy just like went right into the wall, just broke his neck. Whatever happened, yeah. decapitated. Whatever. The I would. Happened. I. I make it a point to try never to drive into walls. That's a very good. I mean, I think you should have to do that on your your test. Do you plan on driving into walls? Yes or no? Yeah. Always check yes. Why not? <laughs> well, I, I I would say no is the the correct answer. Well, yes. Well, do you plan on it? Yes, yeah, I do. I, and then they take it away. And like then, if you know, I if I was your proctor. Your test proctor, sure. I would mark you wrong for putting yes that you do intend to drive into walls. You I would just think... shut it down. It's all computerized, so the minute you hit that yes, just the screen goes blank and goes try again next time. Yeah, well, it's like the Scantron test. You show up with the number two pencil, and then Scantron I got I got to I got to feed it through the machine at the end of the exam. Once you're out of time. <laughs> 
I love it. I love a good scantron. I used to have to, I used to do the scantron testing for uh, my earth science teacher. He'd be like, here, go, uh, go grade these tests real fast. It was awesome. You put in the answer sheet, and it reads the answer sheet, and then you put the rest in, and it knows what the answers are. It's pretty cool. Technology, baby. I love it. Gomez, the fucking teacher's pet. I mean, I did it because then I changed my answers, and I got all 90s in the class. Not hundreds. We don't want to give away the game. What are you? Stupid people give themselves (laughs) hundreds. Come on now. You can't be obvious. 85s, 90s. Come on. Once in a while, you could throw a hundred. Like, oh, I really studied this week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you throw a seventy in there. Oh, it's a busy week. I just had to. Come on, come on, bro. What are we doing? <laughs> We're just trying to pass. Remember, Yo, a D I, is I, good as an A. I was just just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Fuck that, bro. <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm glad we got to talk about. NASCAR and Scantron test this week. I know the people have been begging for it. The people love it. This is what they come for. <laughs> yeah. They can be like, yo, they talked about Scantrons this week. <laughs> yo, did you hear when they <laughs> talked about Formula One and how they don't even understand it? <laughs> love these guys. <laughs> They're my guys. My guys. Oh, man. <laughs> we need a Scantron t-shirt. A Scantron? Okay. Let's make a that that'll be our first t-shirt. It'll be a Scantron and to spell out Car Jomez in the bubbles. I never thought I'd have a Scantron t-shirt, especially in 2022. <laughs> well, do people know, even know what Scant like we're talking? These people are like, what the fuck is a scan? They keep talking about Scantron. A fill in the bubble test. I'm sure they know what a fill in the bubble test is. You got your pencil, you got, you know, put it abacadabra. Abacadabra. <laughs> That's it. They say you don't just pick one letter, right? If yes. you're going to do it, just pick A and just go A straight down. Yeah. I've never done that. I always did abacadabra. I was like, I can't. I, I got to. I was like, there's three Bs in a row. It can't be B again. Yo, so I remember one time I'm taking a test. Is uh, I forget what class it was, but I'm taking a test. I'm a sophomore in high school. I know that I remember. And it was 10 questions. And the first one was B. The second one was B. That's it. I'm ready. I'm nervous. And I'm nervous, yeah, because like, now like, I overthink it. The wait. third one is B. It's like, there's no way. <laughs> the fourth one is B. And I, now I'm like sweating. Like, holy like, this fuck. Is not, this cannot be real. They would never do this on a test. <laughs> Five, six, seven. B, B, B. Oh, well, my God. What, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like, And I'm looking around like to see if anyone else is looking around. Panic. Is like, anyone else panicking? <laughs> Eight, nine, ten, B, 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 and I'm like, I either really know absolutely nothing about this fucking class and what's happening, or this teacher's trying to pull a fast one on me, and I'm just like, and I'm looking around, and I'm looking around, you know, and now this now the teacher stand there looking at me, looking around, like, does he think I'm trying to cheat or like whatever? I'm, I'm fucking shook, and he's like, is there a problem? And I'm like, uh. You know, like, what am I supposed to say? Are they all fucking B? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to say. So I was fucking nervous as shit. And it turns out motherfucker really did pull a fast one. It was all fucking B. Wow. I've never had a teacher do that. But I I, I understand doing that, trying to see who's uh, who's paying attention. 
Yeah. Fucking B. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he collects them. He doesn't even grade them. He goes, did everybody get it? And not everybody got it. And he's like, you know, he spilled the beans at that point. I was like, oh. He spilled the beans. Spilled the beans. I bet everyone was like, oh. Because <laughs> everyone was like, there's no way. I had no, to change well, it. I mean, you had the smart kids who who got it and didn't even think twice because they're just putting the right answer. They're not even paying attention to like that the fact that it's B all the way yeah. down. You know, and then I'm going, okay, uh, I think I got a B, so next one's probably gonna be an A, maybe a D. I don't think he'd go to C this quick in the game. You know, like that's how you you know, I think about Scantron tests as if I'm diagramming defenses, you know, for, for NFL games. <laughs> Like, what do I think Jim Harbaugh is going to call in this situation? It's true. Oh, wow. Scantron talk. I fucking love it, bro. I love it. This is this is definitely what the people came for. This is the quality audio that you subscribe for. They want it. This is what they want. We want Scantron. This is what they want, bro. <laughs> Gomez, last week we gave a little teaser for the peeps. Oh, what we do? What we say? We said we were going to have a discussion about Pixar. Yeah, we did. I'm excited. I did some work. Oh, wow. So if if you haven't know, so Turning Red came out a couple weeks ago. Obviously, we talked about that on the pod. Go back into the archives and listen to it if you will. But then uh, IGN, the nerd site, I, I call everything a nerd site. It's not like I'm picking on them. But they did a ranking, 1 through 25, of the Pixar movies. And I don't think it was necessarily egregious. But there's a lot that I do not agree with. So Gomez and I said, hey, maybe we should make our own lists and debate and discuss it and react. So also, once you listen to this, you could get in on the fun. Tweet it to us at Carjomez. Maybe go to Facebook.com slash Carjomez. And we'll start a thread there. That way everyone can jump in the fun and talk about Pixar lists and where they would place everything. But Gomez, first off, have you seen all 25 of these Pixar movies? No. So I have not seen three of them. I wanted to watch them, but uh, it's been crazy over here. I am missing one on my list. Oh, and I would assume that's Soul? No, I've seen Soul. Oh, you did see Soul. See, I did not see Soul. That's one of the movies I did not see. I have not seen Incredibles 2. I never got I've around to it. The movie I am missing is called The Good Dinosaur. Yes, I have seen that. It's, okay. That's something you could forget to see. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so what's the other one then you're missing? Are you ready for this? Hold on. I'm going to take a quick look. You are missing Soul, Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. and I'm going to assume the missing one is Cars 3. No. It's Cars 2. I've never seen Coco. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I've never seen Coco. How? It came out because it came out when my daughter's young. Uh, was it 2016, 2017? How, how come you don't support your culture? And After uh, giving me all this shit. And also because it's one of those movies where I was like, just never in the mood to watch that Pixar movie. I haven't really watched Pixar movies until it started. Like, look, I think those are the three I missed, right? I missed Incredibles was probably right after it or before it. And uh, this is what happens, bro. I feel like Incredibles 2 was a long time ago now. 
Mr. Incredibles 2. It's 2018, you see? It's a long time ago now. Okay, but this is so is Coco. I'll say Coco was 2017. Incredibles of 2018. You see, that's what I'm saying. So that was the time frame where I was starting to miss a couple movies. Wow, that timeline doesn't even make sense to me. (laughs) Because that's where it was. So Cars 3, I saw, sure. Finding Dory, yeah, okay. But yeah, no, I I missed the movies, you know? Okay, so let's, you want to go from the bottom up? Uh, I mean, let's, let's read off this list first. So IGN places... Let's 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 go. We'll work to the top. Okay. So twenty five, they've got Cars three. Twenty four, Cars two. Twenty three, Finding Dory. Twenty two, Monsters University. Twenty one, The Good Dinosaur. Twenty is Brave. Nineteen is Cars one. Eighteen, Onward. Seventeen, Turning Red. Sixteen, Luca. Fifteen is Soul. 14, Incredibles 2, 13, A Bug's Life, 12, Toy Story 4, 11, Ratatouille, 10, Toy Story 2, 9, Up, 8, Finding Nemo, 7, Monsters, Inc., 6, Coco, 5, Inside Out, 4, Toy Story 1, 3, Wally, 2, Toy Story 3, and 1, The Incredibles. So, listen, there's a lot there that I do not agree with in those spots. There are, there are some things where I'm like, I don't know how the fuck this got here. Really? So, what I did is I went to a website. We haven't used this website in a long time. I know you used to use this website. We all use this website. Do you remember a website called Flick, Flick Chart? Chart? Yes, yes, baby. I went to Flick Chart and I put Pixar movies and i just started ranking my pixar movies and i did it for about uh i did it for a day like i did like 10 minutes here then i sat down did another 10 minutes just to to really feel that i really mixed it up and ranked them and i gotta say i'm i'm pretty happy with my list here i think like this is yeah all right these are the pixar movies i enjoy so this is a good website too if anyone just needs something to do at work or kill a couple minutes flickchart.com It'll just, you sign up, you make an account, it's free, and you just start ranking movies. It'll show you two movies, and you put either which one is your favorite, or if you haven't seen it, it allows you to skip it. Or if you haven't seen both, you can skip them both. And it just, you build a chart of what your favorite movies are. It builds a list for you based on which ones you select when it's just one over the other. So if you have, for instance, Toy Story against Incredibles, and you pick... Toy Story, it'll rank Toy Story higher in your overall rankings, and you could just do that to kill time whenever, and then you'll have a nice handy list for what you know your actual favorite movies are. Yeah, I use this thing all the time, and then I stopped using it for about five, six years, and every once in a while I pop on here, I remember it, but uh, it's a fun site. It's just, uh, it's helpful to make lists, and so this is perfect time to whip this out to make my definitive super terrific Pixar list here. Oh, so good. So you've only got 22 movies really to rank then. I have 20 here on my list. I'm don't know what two movies weren't on this list here besides the three mm. I didn't see. But it's nothing that uh 
is crazy because my top of you know I'm looking at my list here and I'm I don't have anything missing. So let, let's just focus on our top five then. Yeah, sure. Let's let's what do you have at number five? So my number five, let me see here. One, two, three, four, four. Okay, my number five is Toy Story. The original. Okay. I have that at number eight. Mm. At number five, I have up. Up is number 10 on my list. Ooh, the drama. <laughs> what do you got at number four? <clears throat> the Incredibles. I also have the Incredibles at number four. There we go. See, that's what I'm saying. I think I think we're similar, but things are just gonna be a little uh, all over the place. Okay, what's at number three? Number three is Finding Nemo. I mm. have that at number ten. Mm, you see this? All right, this is good. My number two. I have my. Number- at number three, I have. I'm sorry, Wally. Ooh, all right. See, this is good. Where do you have Wally? <clears throat> Wally's number one. Wally's number one. Okay. Always, it's always. I love that movie, bro. Oh wow. Okay. And well, it, you have at number two then. Monsters Inc. So I got Wally, Monsters Inc., and Finding Nemo. Those are my top three. Pixar movies that I so love. I got Wally at three. At two, I have Coco. Okay, I hear it's great. And at one, I have Toy Story three. Ooh, I have. I was gonna say all three Toy Stories. There are four of them, but I have the three Toy Stories are all, all in my top ten. They're just more like covering towards. So my, the three are all in my top eight. Okay. Oh yeah, actually yes, they're in my top seven. So they're basically right outside the top five. I have a boom, boom, you know? See, now, when it comes to Toy Story, I very much believe, I, I don't count the four, I know the fourth is a Toy Story, but I count it as something separate. Yes, this is the main trilogy, yeah. and then there's something else. I got it. So, but I feel like the first one is the worst one. Not because it's bad, but because everyone since got better. I love the story. Everybody shits on part two for some reason. I love that whole Woody's Roundup backstory. Oh, no, that's my favorite one. Collect- I think it. it is so fucking cool. And Toy Story 3, I think, was just chef's kiss. Like, I beautiful. I would do Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, and then Toy Story 3. I love all three of them. Three works as it's the perfect send-off. And I just think because the first two movies are so terrific that it really just amps up that last one because it's you know, you're saying goodbye. Well, you thought you were saying goodbye yeah. to these to these characters. <clears throat> I think uh, they're all great. Uh, the rest of my top ten, see, I have Ratatouille in there. And I know you're not big on this one, it seems. Inside Out, number nine. I like it. I don't love it. I have it at 14. Yeah, see, so I'm, I'm a big Inside Out. I, I think it's great. The the emotions, uh, all the different feelings. I think they did a great job. I think it's a great little story of how to deal with emotions and stuff like that. I thought it was great. Now, a couple weeks ago, last week before, we were saying um, it's not bad to be middle of the pack as a Pixar movie because they have a lot of bangers. Yes. And when going over this list, I was like, you know, there's a lot more stuff that's middle of the pack than I... 
I think I get gassed up because the good Pixar is so fucking good. I think the top 10 is top tier filmmaking at its finest. And then there's, you know, some good stuff here and there. Afterwards. Like, what, what do you have in last? <clears throat> last is the good dinosaur. It's terrible. Okay, so I've never seen that, but I have last. My last two are Cars 3 and Cars 2. I, I and and then Cars itself, I have at number 20. Like I yes. fucking hate the Cars movies. The the Cars movies are two and three. One I don't hate as much. I think I have that at number 16. Uh you know, I'll take it over Finding Dory. I'll take it over Brave. So yeah, I do enjoy some of that. The car so the, stuff. The only thing I have hmm. cars one over is Brave and Turning Red. Oh man! Oh, so you like Onward more? Like I didn't really like. Like I feel Onward. Uh, I think I had I put Turning Red and Luca above Onward. Of I have Luca at fifteen, right above Onward at sixteen. I have Luca at thirteen. See, so we agree. Luca's kind of right there in the middle, which is good though. Like that's a good like. The think about it. If we're saying the top 10 are so gangster, like, wow, they're just amazing. Yes. To be 14, 15, that's not bad. That's pretty now, good. Like, listen, my top five was Toy Story 3, Coco, Wally, Incredibles, and Up. I absolutely love each and every one of those movies, start yeah. to finish. Love, love, love. Six, I have Toy Story 2, which I just went on a, solilo- a soliloquy about. Seven, I have Monsters, Inc., which I think is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Uh, eight Toy Story one nine Ratatouille I think is very good. So good. It gets lost in the shuffle because of you know the quality of the bangers at the top. But Ratatouille yeah. still a good movie. So good. Ten. You said you love it. I have Finding Nemo at ten. Yes, I love. I always love Finding. I just I think it's great. And then eleven. I have Soul. I like Soul a <clears throat> lot. It's oh, it wow. very very that relatable. Makes you want to see that? Okay. See, very relatable for me in a lot of ways. Uh, and 12, I have A Bug's Life, which I probably need to go back and revisit. It's been a long time since I've watched A Bug's Life, but it, I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and I think that might be the last time I saw it, but I remember walking out of there going, this was fucking cool. I had a really good time with this. Yes, number 11, uh, number 12. So I... Okay, so I'm in the same spot as you then. Yes, yes, sir. And then 13 for me is where... The quality, I feel like, takes a little bit of a drop. I've got Incredibles 2 there, and then Inside Out, Luca, Onward, Toy Story 4, Monsters, Inc., Finding Dory. Once you get by 13, 14, there's a big dip. You're going from, you're going to this average, like, this isn't, this is a Pixar, like, this could be DreamWorks. DreamWorks. This yeah. could be Stony. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're sitting picking on DreamWorks. <laughs> like, this isn't that. All right, so I like that. So we we seem like we're not on the same page, but we are. We, you know, red is uh, turning reds towards the bottom. Good dinosaur will be there if Joe ever watches it. I, I, no doubt about it. I can't imagine. It's just I don't know what the fuck they would do. I think that was the first, like, whoa, what the fuck is is happening with Pixar? Like, I think that was uh, their first truly bad movie. I think. I mean, they're due. At, you know, at they all do. Of yeah. course. I don't listen. No shame in the game. Batting fucking uh, 750, 880. Like, come on. Like, when it comes to the IGN list, I'm just, like, really... I'm confused in a lot of ways over... I mean, certain placement. Like, the Toy Story 4, they have it 14, and it's very 
look, it's good because we know the characters already, but it's not a great movie. You know, like I, I like it, but they have it above things like A Bug's Life and Soul and I mean, even Luca. Like, it's just, I don't understand where you get Toy Story 4 is above those. I enjoy Toy Story 4. I think Toy Story 4 is, is, uh, Middle top tier where it's better than a lot of stuff there, especially okay. of the the sequels. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better than Monster University and Finding Dory. Like I don't really those movies. I don't yeah, really... I, I mean I have them both on the lower end here, but uh, like even Incredible Incredibles I think is phenomenal. I like I remember what I didn't want to see it at first even because I'm like oh they just made their own fucking bullshit Fantastic Four. But then it ended up being great, and I loved it. And I just watched it again recently because I was like, oh, you know, I haven't watched this in a while. Let me just put it on for the sake of it. Not for research purposes, but just to sit and enjoy a movie. Doing this list has definitely made me want to rewatch some of these because it's been a long time. Rewatched uh, Ratatouille recently. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man, this is good. Like, I, I think I should do a rewatch with Inside Out, especially with Shiloh. I think now, she would enjoy that. Now, has she seen Ratatouille? Yes, we watched it because of her. She wanted to watch it. So I was like, all right, let's watch Ratatouille. Let's go. Now, how do you feel about the message of the movie being never trust your family? They're all a bunch of scumbags and trying to mooch off you. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's one way to take it. Uh, that's the way I look at it. The family was helpful. Did they not help him? You know? Yeah, but only because it meant they were going to lose their cheese. Well, because they don't know any better, you know. It's just like in cocktails. Of course, they know better. These old people, these old people, bro. They don't understand life anymore. Uh, if so, if you have to pick one Pixar movie to be at the top of your rewatch list, which one would it be? Oh, that's a good. Uh, maybe a Bug's Life. I feel like that's something I haven't seen. Not that I'm rewatching Incredibles and Toy Story too, but I feel like those are things that are on. You might watch it flipping through channels or someone mm-hmm. else is watching it. Bugs Life, I feel like, never gets any play. And it's good. I always re- I always remember loving Bugs Life. So yeah. that is definitely something that I think would be the time. That's, that was it for me, too. That was the one, like, when I really went through this that I was like, you know, because every now and then I will go back and watch a Toy Story movie or The Incredibles or um monsters inc even like i i really do enjoy monsters inc but i really i've never gone back to revisit a bug's life and that's the one that really stood out for me where i'm like i really do need to just sit down and watch this again hmm. I, I think i'm just gonna rewatch most of these because that the list definitely i was like oh man because especially when you're making a list like this a lot of these movies i haven't seen in 10 15 years so you just kind of go in the vibes like, oh, I remember that. That was fun, right? So maybe I'm just going to do a pixel. I have nothing else. Like, I, we're kind of sitting around trying to find something to watch, like TV shows, movies. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of like uh, we have no direction in our movie watching at the moment right now. Yeah. So maybe I, a Pixar thing is something. I, I have had Coco in my head because at Magic Kingdom – they have Mickey's Philhar Magic, which is like a show. You sit down and you, they give you the 3D glasses and they do a thing. And there's they a montage of all different movies. A whole There's a little bit of Fantasia and a little bit with Aladdin. And Donald Duck's doing all this shit because he, he stole Mickey Mouse's um, 
what do they call it? The conductor stick. That's Bastard. so he could control the orchestra. So he's got to go through all these movies. And Coco has a scene in this Philhar Magic show. So I was like, oh, like for probably around a month now, I'm like, man, I really should go back and watch Coco because I've been listening to the soundtrack too. It's fucking banger. And I'm like, oh, I should really go back and watch that. But like, like Wally, Toy Story 3, those movies fucking mentally break me every fucking goddamn time. <laughs> I am a sobbing, teary mess by the end of both of them. Oh, so funny. <laughs> like, spoiler alert, when they think Wally is fucking dead at the end after he just saved the fucking day, like, I go into hysterics. It is fucking horrible. And it is the only time in my life where I am unattractive. Sounds impossible, Joe. I, I, I don't believe that to be true. It's <laughs> you think you know, but you have no idea. That's how Pixel is. We'll uh, we'll put them up on Facebook. I'll make a little a little graph, show our top movies there, get the people talking. Yeah, hopefully, uh, get some conversation going. We should be more active in that Facebook group that we do have. I know not a lot of people follow it, but I mean it's our fault because we don't do enough there. But uh. If you ever want to f- reach out or start a conversation, feel free. We will respond. We're better at responding than we are at uh, instigating. Yes. If you ask me something or bring something up, I'll definitely talk to you. But, uh, you know, I ain't going to go out of my way to be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> so, hey, guys, what's the haps? What's the haps? Oh man, Joe. You uh you watch anything else? I know you've been uh just chilling. It's been a busy uh, week over. I here, really so. haven't watched much. I did watch episode two of uh Moon Knight. Oh Moon Knight, yes, that's right. Did you enjoy it better? Yes, I felt like this was a really good second episode. Yes, like it was. It took what I had already known and it built upon that. Whereas with other shows that we've been getting, it's just been they keep, they kept dragging out like the intro. Yes. So with this one, I feel like okay, it's at least going somewhere. So I'm happy about it. Yes, we got six episodes, so we got four left. Episode three just came out. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I hope I hope it's got a direction and we're going there. I hope there's no filler, nothing. So we'll see. Episode two was good. I'm on board. I'm excited. Want to see what's happening? Uh, apparently, this guy only signed like for this one show. Like he he was like also no that. intention of playing this in a movie if they add it into the MCU. He said, you know, I've already done that Disney thing where I sign up for a bunch of movies and shit, you know. So he's like, I ain't doing it again. So I don't know what that means if they'll switch it because in the show there's some talk of you know, oh, the Moon Knight could go to other people. You know, it doesn't have to be you. Yeah. I wonder if they do something where they make someone else Moon Knight to keep so, the character around. My question is, does he have that much going on that he just like, oh, I'm I've already done that Disney thing. I'm not <laughs> I've I've got all these Thomas Crown affair movies to make. <laughs> well, he does like doing things like that, yes. So uh he's a very busy guy. I just think I think some some people just don't like being in that machine too much. You know, I, I mean, it's not like he's Mister Heat, <laughs> but, 
but I mean, he made three Star Wars movies, so I think he's good. Like, I don't think he really but needs the, to worry. See, but like, the, yeah, like I understand. Like, he's he's got money, obviously. Like, he's got that Disney money, yeah. but like, he got put in a shitty situation in a shitty trilogy with shitty scripts. Like, uh, there's a hell of a lot more. Marvel has a hell of a lot better track record than fucking Star Wars. I will say, yes, of course, but I will say. Of all the new characters, like, I feel he's someone who, he doesn't really get, like, he doesn't get the hate, like, Finn does, or Ray does. Or, no, like, not even people, close. Like, that, like the, so, uh, uh, what the fuck was the, uh, Rose was the girl? Yeah, girl? the Asian girl, like, yeah. He caught it, like. Yeah, so, like, I feel like he skated by, so, like, his experience isn't the worst, like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I get that. I, at the same time, I don't think it's. Uh, the fault of any of those actors like no. those were three bad movies three bad scripts three horrible character portrayal writers like written characters horribly done there were one and a half good movies in there i will say i will say that that is way too generous force awakens is half a good movie no it's a fucking carbon the copy. The Last of... Jedi is one of the best Star Wars movies. Is that the one and... with the fucking blue milk? Yes. That's and not... then the, th- the third one is bad, but you know, not the worst. They're... Listen, again, I say all Star Wars is good Star Wars. There's just levels of good. You're going to watch the Star Wars movies. You're probably going to have fun watching Rogue Space one. Ninjas. Just go watch it's Rogue One. It's the best. Jin Erso is probably the best Star Wars character outside of Bosk. We're getting a Rogue One TV show this year, you know? They're making... Are we? Yeah, that uh, the guy. You know, it's Jane. And then the guy was Andor, I think his name is, something like that. Cassian? Or... Cassian, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I think he's getting a show. Yeah. But is is she going to be in it? I don't think she's in it. I think it's about him and his stuff. But maybe she has a cameo or something. But this is a rebellion, isn't it? But She rebels. I know, but there's different layers of the rebellion. You know, he's got to do his his other stuff. (laughs) For all of you people who only started listening in the past year, consider yourselves lucky that you weren't around during Rogue One's release. Because... (laughs) My God, did I love Rogue One. But maybe people want that. Maybe people are like, oh, man, we miss Joe loving the movie so much. <laughs> oh, that 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 phrase that didn't even make the movie was part of my everyday lexicon for years. That was one of those movies. We saw the trailer a lot. Yes. It got absolutely. pushed back and stuff. So that was one of those movies where... That fucking trailer was in front of everything. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. (laughs) That's how you do movies. Oh, my goodness. Before we get out of here, I just want to talk about two movies I saw this week, Joe. I finally did my rewatch of Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2. I'm very happy. Now, how long ago was that? So, Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2, that came out in... 03 and 04, so it's almost 20 years these fucking movies have been out. It's pretty crazy. It's funny because, like, I in my head, I'm like trying to get the date down or the year, and that's kind of where I was. I, I couldn't like have it identical, like, uh, specifically, 
But I remember it was a, like around that time because Homicide was using the yes, Kill Bill song in Ring of Honor. So good. And I was like, that's got to be around like 04 yeah, ish. 100%. Yep. Because it was 04 or 05 Homicide. Oh, man. Yeah. So those movies, still great. Loved it. Uh, so good hearing the soundtrack put to the music. I was like, oh, this movie's the best. Now, you love both movies equally because I've only seen them probably once each. And they're such different movies. Yes, I do love them equally. I love one more because that's more my style of the over-the-top kung fu violence. Like I love that shit. So that was fun. Volume two has some of that with you know because she's training with the old uh, the old Asian man stuff like that. But uh, mm. and also it's just a Quentin Tarantino movie. I I love. There hasn't been a movie he made that I don't I don't love. I love them all. It's just it's like a Star Wars, right? There's no bad Tarantino movie. That's not true, though. There's just different levels of the greatness. No. I I don't know enough Tarantino off the top of my head to be able to shit on something. But uh, for the sake of conversation, um, From Dust Till Dawn. Fuck that movie. (laughs) It's not his movie, but okay. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Well, you know what? Is he friends with the guy who did it? Yes. It's a Robert Rodriguez movie. (laughs) I actually like that movie a lot. I love Clooney. Clooney's my guy. Clooney's great. It's a great movie. Um, So I watched those two movies, and then I watched a new Netflix movie. The New Metal Kid had to watch this, bro. It's called... I almost called the wrong name. (laughs) It's called Metal Lords. I thought it was a TV show. If you've turned on Netflix in the past month or so, there's been a graphic of uh, three high school kids sitting at a, a lunch table. One of them has like uh, death metal face paint, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I thought it was a TV show, but it's actually a movie. It's about these kids trying to form a metal band in high school. That's really the premise of the movie. And uh, I loved it. It's a good time. Lots of uh, metal references, metal cameos. And uh, uh, Danzig, no, you got some Rob Halford, you know, maybe oh, really? some Metallica. People, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. You know, some people show up in there, but uh, it's fun. I love there's not a lot of metal movies, you know, every once in a while they come out with like a metal movie, mm. and uh, it was good. I think you would like it. It's funny, it's got the kid from uh, it, one of the kids from uh, it, chapter was, one. That movie was so long ago at this point, and like it just died. Who it's, was the, uh, there? What like the kid in that was like someone? Was it Stranger Things or something? Well, there was a Stranger. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard was one of the kids, but this was the um, oh, I forget the the main boy who, who the brother Georgie. I forget his name, Billy, something like that. Yeah, but uh, whatever his name is, the one whose brother Cheech. died. Let's call him Cheech. Who's got the stutter? He's the main character in this one. I did. I just remember my favorite line in that whole movie is the only thing that sticks with me is when he goes, they, they've been giving the kid placebos. He yells at his yes. mom. He goes, they're gazebos. They're fucking bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti, baby. <laughs> That's good. It's not that kid. It's a different kid. <laughs> I wish it was that kid. Give that kid all the movies. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I watched, and it was good. Check it out. Metal Lords. Netflix. It's like an hour 20. It's It flies by. It's got some good music. If you like the song that they made that they play at the talent show at the end, 
that's available on Spotify and Apple Music. So oh, baby. Love it. I, I appreciate that. I always love, like, if you're going to do a movie or a TV show about a band, give them a song and make that song available. Like, Airheads with Brendan Fraser and the song Degenerated. Like, mwah. I went out. I had to have that soundtrack back in 1995, and I wore the living shit out of that CD. That was my biggest complaint about the uh, the Foo Fighters horror movie. I was like, I want to hear the song. I want to hear that metal song that they were making in the house. And they, they did release it uh, about like two months later. So a couple of weeks ago, it finally came out. I could finally hear that. It's about 12 minutes in, in the thing. But in the movie, it's like they're making a 40-minute fucking epic song. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, so that's what I watched. Everything else, nothing else crazy. Um, I'm trying to think I watched any TV. No. Just been watching sports. A lot of sports this week. Yeah, UFC this... was on. Baseball was on. Basketball. A lot, a lot, a lot of baseball for me. Um, you guys know how I am. So, like, I, I go from the Mets games to whatever's on on the West Coast. Even as we record this right now, I, I'm watching the fucking Milwaukee Brewers and Baltimore Orioles. Mm, I'm watching the playoff game here, the playing game in basketball, because the Mets already won today. Nice to have a day game. Yeah, I uh, I approve. I love day games. There's not enough day games. I understand they like to make their money with the night games, but come on. I want a nice Saturday day game, please. I'll tell you what. It, the day games do fuck me up during the week because as soon as they're over, like like I was just getting home from work today and I caught like the last two innings or so. Yeah. And instinctively, that makes me think it's time for bed. <laughs> because like I don't know what to do with the rest of my day at that point. I get it. Ten o'clock. So I was over. exactly like you know. I gotta wake up at five in the morning, and I'm just like, "What the fuck? Like, what do I? What do I do now?" So funny. <laughs> like that's why I'm glad I don't live on the West Coast. Imagine, like all your big sporting events or your wrestling pay per views. WrestleMania, WrestleMania is over by fucking six in the afternoon. Like I love it. That's great. I don't care. I love that. A UFC that's not done at one. Clock in the morning, it's beautiful. Where do I sign up? I just I just don't know what to do with that time. It's like having a whole no, a whole another day added on. You get used to it because that's your thing. You know, then it's dinner time or something else. You know, it's reverse. You I finish dinner, watch the med game, you watch the med game, and then have dinner. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh Gomez, new on YouTube this week. The Little Debbie Ice Cream Taste Test Bonanza. Love it. Seven flavors, about 20, some 22 minutes overall. Go watch it. Check it out. Give it a like. Subscribe to the channel, please. We're creeping back up. We went under 1,900 at one point. Now we're back over 1,900. Um, I'd like to get to 2,000 at some point before I die. Apparently, um, I'm going to have to buy those. Followers is what I hear from um, from all these suggestions of people who have successful channels. Apparently, um, jeez, and I don't mean any. I don't mean anyone in particular. I mean people who do similar types of videos to myself. Um, apparently, you gotta gotta pay for views and subscribers. So uh, I'm not gonna be doing that. So I might just have to stick on 1900 for the rest of my days. Guess we're team 1900, bro. Yeah. Oh well. It was fun while it lasted. Oh, goodness. All right, Joe, you got anything else before I hit some music here? No, I just need that music in my life. 
Here we go, baby. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joseph. It's big Finish time. We got a topical Big Finish here. Because I don't know if you know this. Easter is this weekend, Joe. Did you know that? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Today's big finish. I, it's good that you told me because I have. I'm supposed to do a run on Easter. Oh, jeez. I'm doing a, a Peeps Marshmallow 5K Easter Sunday. Fucking love to hear it. I love it. A Peeps 5K. Yeah. <laughs> well, today's big finish. Top three Easter traditions, Joe. I don't know what you'd be doing in your house growing up. What you like to do? Let's find out. Here we go. Uh, do Easter, Easter egg hunts? Easter egg hunts, right? obviously. My, my yeah. Easter egg hunts were always pretty badass because my mom would go to the trouble of, like, really trying to put some in some fucking real hard to, like, find spaces, Love like, it. all That's over good. the kitchen and shit. Good. Like, so that was always, like, really a good time. Um, number two, for my family, my mom would always make Easter bread. It was like freshly baked bread, kind of weaved in like yeah, this thing. I've never the, had it, but I know what I know. Hard boiled eggs, you know, yeah, kind of, and banging. I that fucking that fucking bread was awesome from the time as far back as I can remember. She made it, and it was fucking banging every time. Love the Easter bread. Yeah, I've, no, I've never had Easter bread, but I always see it and go Easter bread. What is this? I get excited. So many breads for so many occasions. Love you know? bread, bro. Love, love those. Bread. Top you, I love breads. All of them. Potato roll. <laughs> potato Italian bread. bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three for me is not so much a tradition, but a quick Easter story. So we used to get Easter baskets when I was a kid, my brother and I. One year, we got... Two scratch-off lotto tickets and two packs of baseball cards. My brother won nothing on the scratch-off tickets and pulled nothing good out of the baseball cards. Out of the cards, I got a Mike Piazza Elite card, which was a numbered card. And this is back in like 93, so those were like new. It was a big deal to get one of those cards at the time. They were very, very hard to get. And on the scratch-off lotto ticket, I won $100. So I, I got $100 and a, a very important baseball card at the time. My brother got absolutely nothing. So obviously it was the greatest Easter ever. What a great Easter. I'll, I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we're talking, this is probably 32 years ago, and I'm still here talking about it. So I remember a lot of Easters. I remember Easters, you always just had to dress up. You had to dress nice. You couldn't dress like no bum. Did you ever do church? Right? Is, is Easter a church? Right? You go to church. When I was stuff? a kid, we were like a church-going family. Yeah. But around the time I got to high school, I was finally able to get rid of that. I'm trying to think. I don't know if we ever went to church. Every once in a while, my mom was like, "Oh, let's go to church for Christmas or some stupid shit." It's like, "Oh, okay." Oh, when I was like, <laughs> when I was a kid, kid, like midnight know, mass. Well, not only that, I was an altar boy. Oh, so sure you were. like Easter week, we had to do the. Like, I was busy, like, all week. I'd get booked for the Ten Commandments. and <laughs> Yeah. I, I get the, those big altar boy bookings for the Stations of the Cross and Palm Sunday and all that shit. 
You had to do that whole um, the Last Supper on the Thursday before, and there'd be like twelve people from the church would come get their feet washed by the priest, who was, I guess, supposed to be Jesus. I don't know how pretending to be Jesus is the the right way to go about things, but such is religion. Um, so I was always booked solid when I was a kid. Uh, my traditions are eating peeps, eating Cadbury mini eggs, and decorating eggs. I love doing some eggs, painting eggs, drawing on eggs. That's always fun. I enjoyed the coloring of eggs when I was young, like super young. As I started to get a little older, and when I say a little older, I mean like 8, 9, 10, like in that area, I wanted to do like more exotic designs or like turn them into art projects but i genuinely have no artistic skill so i get very frustrated and then just not want to color eggs at all because it was all bullshit like gazebos silo's silo's got this thing you put the egg in it it spins around real fast and so you take a marker and you make little designs that shit is awesome you make some cool shit love it yeah, I don't I don't know if they had that for us back then. No, but... hell no. They got kids got all the cool shit now. We fucking a stick. That's what we got. <laughs> fucking Toy Hall of Fame, a stick. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, like people at that point probably thought like we had it all. I mean, we had fucking He-Man. Of course. A hundred percent. Every generation is jealous of the last generation. Like, I remember like being a kid and asking my dad like what kind of toys he had, thinking he would have said something like he-Man, you know, like, what would his He-Man be? You yeah. know what I mean? And he's like, uh, I had a fire truck, I think. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's true. Cool. Some <laughs> fucking, those little, I had some little army men. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Monkeys in a barrel. Oh, monkeys. They still make those monkeys. Of in course a they do. <laughs> I bet you those are Toy Hall of Famers. Has to be. Uh, of course. We'll, we'll double check next week. <laughs> Toy Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right, Joe. That uh that wraps it up for this episode of the Carl Jomez podcast. All right. Um, if you're listening to this on Thursday, FWF live tickets will be going on sale for May 15th in Long Island, New York. Get them. I believe they're going on sale early for uh ultimate uh, Patreon members for the major pod, and then regular Patreon members the next day. So I don't even know how many will be making it to Gen Pop because I uh, don't know how big the building is. I, I really don't know. So I don't know how many, if any, will be making it to Gen Pop. But if those are still available, come check us out May 15th in Long Island. Um, other than that, I've YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. Check it out. Subscribe. Get me to 1915. That'll be the new goal now since 2000 seems out of the question. Let's go to 1915 because, I don't know, it sounds like a pretty decent year. I'm sure. Actually, no, that was probably World War One. That's probably a terrible year. Is it? Was that 19? Was that the... Was 1970? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I let's go. You know what? 1923. The Roaring Twenties. Let's get there. Sounds good. Before Sounds the the mark, stock market crashes. So let's go there. Maybe like 1920. Okay. Um, <laughs> otherwise, follow me on all the social media at the Joe Shoes. The Gomez 154, Instagram and Twitter. Follow us all 
at Cardjomez on all the social medias, facebook.com slash Cardjomez. Let's talk about our Pixar list there. And remember to subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, screenshot it and tweet it to us at Cardjomez and possibly win an autographed 8x10 from both Gomez and I. We'll be back next week with more of our uh, usual nonsense, Scantron Scantron, talk. Scantron talk. (laughs) This is a Scantron-centric podcast now. God bless. Uh, And with that being said, that's Samori, cowboy. Peace. One.